This is Robin Gunn coming in here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for that fantastic magazine out there for the last 30 years called the Oklahoma Senior Journal. You can pick it up at 650 locations in the 405 area code. We have a 98% pickup rate every single month. But if you live in the 405 area code, I can almost guarantee you, you will find a location near you. And the way you do that is you go to OK, spell out senior, spell out journal. Dot com All like it's one word, OKSeniorJournal.com. Then on our menu button, you will just push distribution. And that way you can see every single place that we go to here in the 405 area code. And that way you can pick a magazine up. And we also have been digital for 19 years. So you can go to OKSeniorJournal.com, look up. The Oklahoma Senior Journal is right there online. It says view current issue here. Click on that, and the magazine opens to every single page. You can download. You can print off. You can zoom in, zoom out. So it's a great way to also look at the magazine if you don't want to get out and do that. A lot of our adult children of the 50-plus use our online version. And we have over a million in readership online and a million in readership in print. And then on our radio show, because we are on Freedom 96.9 FM now, we have over 22,000 K-plus listeners. So welcome to all our listeners today. We have a treat for you. Mr. Lance Robertson is actually on Zoom today. Where are you hailing from right now? I'm in Oklahoma City. Okay, you're just at your home in your office with the American flag behind him. Absolutely. (laughs) So if you also want to download and get the Oklahoma Senior Journal e-newsletter, we send that out weekly. You'll do that again by going to OK seniorjournal.com we have over 9,000 members so far and it grows every day great information in our e-newsletters and you'll be able to read a lot more about Lance Robertson and what he's up to and what he's going to be talking about today so let me read you a little bit about Lance he is the honorable Lance Robertson he is the former U.S. Assistant Secretary for Aging and Administrator for the Federal Agency responsible, get this, for 140 million older Americans and people with disabilities. The HHS, will you tell me what HHS stands for, Lance? Sure, the Department of Health and Human Services. There you go. The HHS Administration for Community Living. For a decade prior to federal services, he served as Oklahoma's Director of aging services and that's where i first met you lance when you were doing that he currently is the director with is it guide house is that right okay it is so guide house you're going to explain to us a little bit about what that is if you want to go ahead and do that right now it'd be perfect oh sure happy to so guide house is actually the second largest health consultancy in the world we actually help primarily state agencies with something that may be health related whether it's medicaid aging, behavioral health, disability services, et cetera. Okay, so that's what GuideHouse is. Can people just look it up online under that name? Uh, GuideHouse.com. GuideHouse.com. That couldn't be more simpler. All like it's one word, GuideHouse.com. Would you just kind of give us a little overview of what we'll be discussing today? There's something that is coming up in 
several different areas of Oklahoma that you're going to be talking about, but just give me a little discussion on that. You bet, Robin. We're very excited to just be sharing with your listeners that Oklahoma is embarking on what I think is an exciting journey to create what is now known as a multi-sector plan on aging. Essentially, that is creating a pathway for older Oklahomans to live independently today and into the future. Okay. (laughs) I love it. It's about time that aging is treated you know, more dignifying and the way that it needs to be. Like in other countries, the uh, senior population are revered. Mm -hmm. And so that is something that we all revere our grandparents, and it's something that needs to be passed on to everyone. So we are actually going to take our first break, and we'll be back here with the Honorable Lance Robertson. And we will be talking about something that's coming up in the state of Oklahoma at several different locations through the Oklahoma Human Services here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal, celebrating our 30th anniversary in print. Hi, this is Angel Myers. I'm the owner of the Event House, as seen on HGTV's House Hunters. Well, I would like to invite you to come to see my house, the Event House. If you're looking to host an event on a lakefront property, our Event House was designed to host all your events from birthday, graduation, retirement parties to corporate meetings, maybe even a girls' night out, or have your family reunion in the backyard by the lake or the pool. For more information about the Event House, either call or email me, 405-850-3025, or angelmyers67 at iCloud.com. Hey, also come see my other house, the Angel House. It's an independent residential share home for 40 plus, 50 plus. We are now open. If you're looking to shed the burden of home ownership without giving up your comfortable way of life, it's waterfront, it's your own home, come see us. For more information, Angel Myers, 405-850-3025. You can email me at angelmyers67 at iCloud.com. Once again, for more information about the Event House or the Angel House, please call me in Oklahoma City at 405-850-3025. 3025. You can email me also at angelmyers67 at icloud.com. I'm so looking forward to meeting you. Are you looking for peace of mind with your estate plan? Ball Morris Lowe can help you ensure your assets you've worked so hard for transfer smoothly and quickly to your loved ones. It's never a good idea to leave your family scrambling to deal with your estate after your passing. Instead of leaving the unnecessary hassle to your family, be proactive in your approach. What happens to your house, your car, or your financial assets? It's important to know where your assets are going and when and how they are going to be divided. Without an estate plan in place, the state of Oklahoma remains responsible for where your assets end up. Balmore Slow is a leading estate planning and probate law firm serving Oklahomans throughout the greater Oklahoma City area. Our estate planning team is here to serve you and empower you to make the best decision on how your assets will go to your loved ones. Call Balmore Slow at 405-701-5355. Again, that's 405-701-5355. Or visit us at our website at bml.law. Again, that website is bml.law. Let us help you plan out your family's future. bml.law. We look forward to speaking with you at Balmore Slow. Is someone offering you investment advice with the promise of a high return? Is your soulmate you met online asking for money? Perhaps you're about to wire money to a seemingly legitimate charity. 
Scammers are constantly devising new methods to defraud victims. Understanding how common scams work can help you avoid their schemes. MidFirst is a proactive community partner in helping consumers avoid ID theft, fraud, and scams. At MidFirst, we have our very own award-winning financial education team known as Money Moments. We also have a financial crimes team to help protect our customers as well as the bank. To learn more about how to protect yourself from fraud and scams, visit MoneyMoments.com or look for Money Moments on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm Suzanne Denny, the new owner of the Gardens at Quells Springs Assisted Living and Memory Care, formerly called the Bellagio. We are in the Quell Spring area next door to the Crossing Church on North Portland Avenue. We offer amazing senior living options, affordable pricing for assisted living memory care, a wide variety of different style of apartments, 24-7 trained staff with exceptional care for your loved one, meaningful life engagement programs with the Quail Spring Coffee Bar and restaurant style meals. Come by and check us out at 14,300 North Portland Avenue. You can visit us at our website, gardens at quellsprings.com on Facebook, or you can call us at 405-260-8111. Again, you can reach us at the gardens at quellsprings.com or you can reach us at 405 405- 260-8111 Gardens at QuailSprings.com Hi, this is Lance Robertson and I want to encourage you to join us as the state embarks on a very exciting path to develop a multi-sector plan on aging. How we want to make sure we support Oklahomans who are aging today and into the future. Now is the time for your voice to be heard. We want everyone to chime in, to share their experiences, to help identify gaps, and to really build a very aggressive plan so that we can make sure Oklahoma becomes the model for her to age successfully and independently. We're looking for your participation in listening sessions coming up the week of May 8th. We're going to be in Woodward specifically on Monday, May 8th in Tulsa on Tuesday, May 9th. Wednesday the 10th, we're in McAllister. Thursday the 11th, we're in Lawton. And then wrapping up on Friday, May 12th in Oklahoma City. The best way to register and to save your spot is to go to okdhs.org and type in multi-sector. okdhs.org, type in multi-sector. There's no deadline but space is limited. There are courses, no cost, and we'd love to hear from you. OKDHS.org and type in multi-sector. That's right. This is Robin Gunn coming back in here. We always feel forever young between our two ears. That is what our show is all about. We love bringing resources to the 50-plus, the adult children of the 50-plus. This is literally a mission of ours. I started this out of a love for my mom, taking care of her mom, and then we ended up taking care of our dad who had dementia And this magazine literally was like a Bible that we used for that. I couldn't believe how much things I had put in there that helped us. (laughs) Today on our radio show, I love bringing this. In June, it'll be six years we've been bringing you these radio shows. I am so happy, glad, and proud that we've got the Honorable Lance Robertson. I know many of you know Lance out there in uh, Radio Land. And we're just going to get some great things discussed today. 
So, Lance, would you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Robin, happy to. And again, so grateful for the work that you do. So thanks for kind of covering that. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, so I'm a native Oklahoman. Again, had the honor of serving under the last administration as the U.S. Senate confirmed assistant secretary for aging, which really was just so insightful to better appreciate and understand how the rest of the country is um, managing uh, serving older Oklahomans. I had done that for 10 years prior to federal service here in Oklahoma and then had spent time in higher education. But really, just, to, again, such a great opportunity that we're going to be talking about today for everybody to plug in, to have their voices heard around what they believe to be important uh, with the aging process. That's right. And having your voice be heard actually gives you a sense of purpose. And I do a lot of events with the Oklahoma Senior Journal, and we hand out questionnaires always inevitably for the last 30 years which I know it's been going on longer than that, we get back on our little questionnaires, I just want a sense of purpose. So that is definitely something that you are trying to accomplish now with what you're doing. Tell us about the multi-sector plan on aging. I like the word multi-sector. Yeah, I do too. And of course, that reflects, as you can imagine, Robin, an attempt to really bring in everybody and have all sectors at the table. So we're not talking just exclusively the public sector, but also the private sector, faith-based community, tribes, et cetera. So often, and written in a statute, is the requirement that your state agency and your federal agency work together on planning for the needs of older adults. But this, again, being a multi-sector approach means that a lot of other partners are now going to be invited so that we can all collectively build this plan. Mm, I love that. So when you say multi-sector, you're talking about when you said faith-based, you're getting churches involved. Mm-hmm. What else are you getting involved? Nobody's being excluded, to be honest, Great. Robin. So we're talking yeah, tribes and corporate okay. America, which often has a lot of vested interest, but hasn't really played a direct role. Right. This community, as I mentioned, certainly that's a strong player in the state of Oklahoma. Higher education, you can kind of go on down the list. Even organizations within state government that haven't traditionally played a direct role or a more visible role are going to be playing I think, a pretty critical role in this opportunity. And you are running the helm on that. Yes. Yeah. My firm is is actually contracted with state to help uh, bring this to fruition. It's a kind of a long range effort. It's about a 16 month plan, but Mm. we're heading now into the um, stakeholder section where we're going to start getting feedback from Oklahomans. Great. I love that. The feedback is fantastic and it puts you in a direction. Sometimes you didn't even know you needed to go. Exactly. What is your ultimate goal with this? The ultimate goal is, again, to make sure that we are very inclusive and in hearing the needs of everyone who feels like this is an important issue. So it could be caregivers. It obviously could be older adults themselves. Mm-hmm. It could be all the different touch points of service. Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure that everyone feels like they are a part of this plan. They have a vested interest moving forward. They want to help us all work together to make Oklahoma one of the most aging-friendly states in the country. And and it will take all of us because if there's any element that's missing, that sort of gets magnified as you move forward. And you're trying to create ultimately the best environment for a person to age, to be independent, and to live successfully. That's right. And something that we did with my dad when he had dementia and Alzheimer's, we were family caregivers for eight and a half years until he went to the VA center in Norman, which they ended up taking fantastic care of my dad. And we were there a lot. You know, we were definitely a part of his care even after he left the home. So I know caregivers are something that our state really does need. 
you know, because there's not always going to be, there's such a large amount of people turning 50 and older in the state of Oklahoma. Do you have the statistics on how many are turning 65? So we have here in Oklahoma, probably a hundred or so Oklahomans turning 65 a day. And so all of these people are needing resources and their families are needing resources. I get calls every day, several times a day going, Robin, I know less than zero. And we need to make information more vital and not necessarily vital, but, you know, just easy access to. So I'm sure this is what your program is talking about. I definitely think a core element of this plan is going to be getting upstream and making sure that what we can do is get people information before they really know they need it, just so they know where to turn to. I also think it's going to involve just equipping community champions. So making sure that whether that's people in your own, you know, church or, or the community club you hang out at, we just want to make sure that people are knowledgeable and empowered. At the end of the day, that puts people in the most successful pathway to addressing an aging issue and helping someone stay in their community and remain independent. I just love hearing you talk about this because this is something that Oklahoma Senior Journal was birthed out of. My mother taking care of her mother, us taking care of my father. And I wanted to make it be resources, you know, not only that maybe cost money, but a lot of things you don't have to spend money on. I believe what you're getting ready to do in the state of Oklahoma, what do you call this? Listening sessions? We do. We call it listening sessions. Correct, Robin. Okay. And so this is your multi-sector plan on aging. So tell me a little bit about Save the Date. Okay. Yes. So the week of May 8th is actually the week we're doing all the sessions. We're covering the state. So we're going to be on May 8th in Woodward, uh, May 9th in Tulsa, May 10th in McAllister, May 11th in Lawton. Most importantly for your listeners, May 12th in Oklahoma City. Yes. And um, you can RSVP for the sessions. They're, of course, in person this round. A few weeks after the in-person round, we actually will be offering as well virtual mm. listening sessions. Okay. But the in-person is always just nice because of the dynamic and the way people feed off each other. You know, it's always just such a value-add opportunity. So I'm you know, so you glad you're doing and, it in person. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So we encourage people to go online and register and hold your spot. We hope that this thing fills up. And, you know, we we certainly want to hear from everybody, but we also hope that we have the good problem of having more people register than we have space. Amen. Where do people go to do that registering? Okay. Well, I know, you know, you'll be providing in various forms kind of the links to folks, but yes. for those who are listening, all they have to do is go to okdhs.org. Okdhs.org. Org. Uh-huh. Okay. And that, of course, is for the, the Oklahoma Human Services Department, who's sort of the state sponsor for this. So if they go to hmm. okdhs.org, and then in the little um, inquiry box, you just type in multi-sector, and it's okay. going to pop right up. So it's that simple. Okay. Yeah, that saves us having to list out the longer address. Right. And, yep. yes, on the OSJ e-newsletter, we will have links for this. I'm sure you're sending out all kinds of information, too. I see a QR code here. Yep. So we'll try to also include that in our e-newsletter. Again, if you want to join the OSJ e-newsletter, just go to okseniorjournal.com and it will pop up within less than a minute to join our e-newsletter. So I want people to understand that this is something we 100% support here at the Oklahoma Senior Journal. So how long do these sessions last? These are typically two and a half hour 
sessions. Of okay. course, they're very structured. Very, although, again, the, the type of feedback and conversation we often find is very much organic, but it is structured so that the time is spent efficiently. We gather the information needed. Everybody's voice is heard. And, again, we walk away all feeling pretty good about the time invested. Good deal. All right. Well, we're going to take a break here and pay for a little bit of that air real estate here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which, Lance, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask what OSJ stands for. Come on, Oklahoma Senior Journal. I know it's the Oklahoma Senior (laughs) Journal. You bet. I know. (laughs) That's awesome, dude. Here on Oklahoma's Talk Radio, Freedom 96.9 FM, we'll be back with the Honorable Lance Robertson here in just a little bit. This is Robin Gunn again. I am the publisher, editor, and on-air host. We bring you information from the Oklahoma Senior Journal. You're listening to us on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which, Lance, what does OSJ always stand for? The Oklahoma Senior Journal. That's right. And we also do an expo here. Were you at last year's expo at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum? No, unfortunately, I couldn't make it last year. Okay. Well, the second half expo, you are completely welcome to be at this year. Would love to have you and maybe even do a breakout session on this multi-sector thing would be fantastic. So we'll talk more about that. This year, the secondhalfexpo.com will be at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum on October the 21st from 830 to 3. And we would love to have you all out. We had over 2,000 attendees last year, over 125 vendors. And we have a platinum sponsor this year that we're very excited about, a firm on estate planning called Ball, Morse, and Low. Look at me. So let me ask you this, Lance. Doesn't Oklahoma already do planning work, often required by state and federal policies in this area? Absolutely, Robin. It is a requirement. So the state of Oklahoma has long done this sort of planning. Here's the difference, though. Because of the multi-sector approach, I think there are a couple of things your listeners will appreciate as differentiators. Number one, this, again, is multi-sector. So it's not just, say, human services. Right. This is Medicaid. This is public sector. This is private sector. This is faith-based, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I think that's wonderfully enriching that everybody's going to be engaging in this. The second differentiator is that, and I love this, Robin, because we are all going to work together to develop this plan, this isn't a single department telling you what aging Oklahomans need. This is aging Oklahomans talking about Uh, what they need, what they want, where are the gaps. That's going to be critical because mm -hmm. not that that voice has always gone unappreciated. It's just been difficult to gather the feedback, to assimilate it in a way that's helpful. This sort of process is going to be inclusive enough that everyone will feel like they have a strong investment in this work. That's great. And it it does. It gives that individual, like I talked about earlier, a purpose and feel like they're actually adding to instead of just being sometimes forgotten. To be able to have these listening sessions, I want to quickly let you know that they're going to be May 8th in Woodward, May 9th in Tulsa, May 10th in McAllister, Of course, these are all Oklahoma's towns. And Lawton on May 11th and Oklahoma City on May 12th. And so this radio show covers all of those locations. So make sure that you're writing down and being able to be a part of these listening sessions. And by doing that, what uh, website do they go to again, Lance? They simply go to the OKDHS. 
org and then type in multi-sector and it's going to pull it right up. Beautiful. Multi-sector. Why and how is this important? Well, I think several different quick discussion points here, Robin. One is just the, the time that we're in in our society with the growth of the older adult population, as we all know. By the year 2030, older adults will outnumber kids, wow. um, which <laughs> is the first time ever in the history of man. <laughs> so, so, you know, the wow. timing is there. And I think, too, we're all committed as a second piece, Robin. We are, we are more committed now, I think, than ever as a society to help older adults remain in their homes, in their communities, to live and thrive where they're at. That's no longer just a slogan. We're really seeing that come to fruition, and we can appreciate the value. It creates that trifecta win, Robin, because, number one, everybody prefers it. Number two, the health outcomes are better. And number three, it just costs less. Right. And I would say that's the other third and pretty honest driver of all of this. <laughs> we have to be more efficient with where we put public dollars. Mm. And when you have a good plan and you know where you're going, you're going to be more purposeful with where those resources go. So as taxpayers and as those, in some cases, receiving services, I think we all want to make sure that that efficiency is king. We're getting what's needed out there, not anything excessively, because we just don't want to pay for beyond what we really, really have to have. Again, a multi-sector plan helps create that sort of efficient, targeted approach. Right. When everybody's coming in together, then they also have witty inventions and ideas that really haven't had the opportunity to be shared. And then it's also individual, the senior or the adult children of seniors can put in their voice, too. And literally, when we're working all together, then we're forming a, I almost want to call it a, a spider web of ideas. This is very appealing to me. and something that I answer questions on all the time doing this for 30 years. People just need help. And then a lot of times I hear this, well, why don't you do it this way? Or have you ever thought of this? And, you know, I just didn't have the power to change some things, but you do, Lance, with this, uh, what you're doing with this multi-sector. I just absolutely love it. It's, it's got me on fire for sure. Did you want to add anything more to about the importancy? Well, I think those three things we discussed are really the key drivers, but, but also I just love, and Oklahoma is so unique because our, as we know, our Oklahoma standard is pretty special. Yes. We love caring for each other. And I know... You know, being a career gerontologist and then also being honored to be raised by my grandparents, you know, this stuff is real and it's impactful and it's legacy work. You know, this is stuff we're all going to look back, hopefully in, say, three decades and go, oh my gosh, that was the course we wanted Oklahoma to be on. And it started with us. I think yes. the sector plan on aging effort is so worth it. So this is really your launching right now in 2023. You're launching this. It is correct. Yes, we've done a lot of the background work that's not really public-facing, but now begins the public-facing phase. So you were raised by your grandparents. I did not know that. I know I that our state also has a program called Grandparents Raising Grandchildren. It's been through Sunbeam Family Services. I'm not sure how much they are being involved with that now, but I've certainly turned a lot of people over to that and been involved with grandparents raising grandchildren. So do you mind expanding a little bit on, you said you are a native of Oklahoma. Where were you raised? I was raised in Ada, Ada Cougar. Yeah, so I, I, was, I was raised just outside of Oklahoma City in, in a small town called Edmond, Oklahoma. And, <laughs> yeah, not you know, a my, small town now. Not, not, not a small town now, but um, the interesting thing was back when, you know, this was occurring for me back in the early 80s, this was a 
a fairly common but unrecognized issue in society. Mm-hmm. How many grandparents are raising grandchildren? Mm-hmm. Because back in that day, Robin, most grandparents didn't move for adoption. Most grandparents just did the paternal yeah. things that were necessary for the young person. The interactions with school, with the medical system, all of that was challenging. Yes. Thankfully, a lot of those processes have cleaned up a bit, so it's a little easier now for grandparents raising grandchildren, at least in terms of systems support. Okay, that's so good. I know that touched a lot of people out there. What is your main role, Lance? Honorable Lance Robertson. (laughs) Well, you're very kind. So I'm leading the team that's doing this work for the state. Okay. And, of course, because of my past state history with the state of Oklahoma, I think there's just some wonderfully unique insights that I can offer to this work as well, Um, particularly bringing in the right partners and just making sure we have the right narrative and the value proposition and just helping people understand why this work is important and why the time is now. We've talked about earlier the guide house. Is this something that is an umbrella over what we're talking about today, these listening sessions through the Oklahoma Human Services? Well, so really this is a state-sponsored, state-funded effort. So this is the Oklahoma Human Services Department that's managing this. We're simply a contractor that's handling all of the Uh, development, the frameworking, et cetera. Beautiful. We're actually going to have to take another break. That flew by. Thank you so much, Lance. But we will be back with more show here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which, Lance, that stands for what fantastic magazine out there? Oklahoma Senior Journal. Oklahoma Senior Journal. Sorry, I went on mute. Here on Oklahoma's Talk Radio, Freedom 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with more of the Honorable Lance Robertson. As the premier provider of in-home senior care, our mission is to ensure a better quality of life for our clients and their families by providing dependable and affordable care. You want the very best to help your loved ones, someone you can trust. At Senior Helpers, our caregivers are not just certified in Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's care, but they can also help with light therapeutic exercise, home safety and fall prevention, transportation assistance, medication management, and even the simple things like fresh meal prep and personal care and companionship. Of course, each has also passed a thorough background check. That is, senior care, only better. Senior Helpers is not just one of the best-known in-home care providers. We are also an industry leader in the field of Alzheimer's and dementia care. Give Lori or Tamara a call at Senior Helpers right here in Oklahoma City at 405-608-4339. Are you a member of the 50-plus crowd looking for an opportunity to travel, learn, and make new friends? Ollie is your answer. The OSHA Lifelong Learning Institute is a program offered by OSU for folks who want to stay curious about life. Classes meet in Stillwater, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Bartlesville, as well as online. Ollie offers a variety of exciting courses. Some of these offerings include genealogy, games, town hall, Oklahoma geography, acrylics, history of the American West, and so many more. You must be an Ollie member to enroll. Memberships run through July 1st to June 30th and include fall, spring, and summer sessions. Scholarships are available. Don't wait. Enrollment for the fall is now open. For more information, visit our website, ollie.okstate.edu, or call 405-744-5868. Remember, learning never retires. 
Villages OKC, a plan, not a place. Hi, I'm Paula Settle. As a Villages OKC member, Villages has offered me a life full of joy, connections, a community, and new friends. Villages promotes lifelong learning through our Senior Living Truth Series, Medicare 101, along with life planning through our four 90-minute sessions of The Gift. GIFT stands for Gathering Information for Transitions. The GIFT guides you through documenting 12 key areas to plan and collect details that are vital to prepare for unexpected challenges. Don't forget the socialization with coffees, day trips, and monthly restaurant adventures. Villages OKC serves metro area seniors. Call 405-990-6637. That's 405-990-6637 to start your membership today. Once again, it's a plan, not a place. Villages OKC. Well, hello there. This is Robin Gunn, the publisher and editor of the Oklahoma Senior Journal Magazine and on-air host with Freedom 96.9 coming to you every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. We're so proud to be able to bring you these programs, but there's something else we're very proud about. We added an app. So the Oklahoma Senior Journal now has an app you can put right on your smartphone. And let me tell you how to do that because it's easy. All you need to do is pull up your phone exactly like you're going to send a text. And in that two line where you would normally put someone's name or phone number, you put these numbers, 95577. That's 95577. And it'll automatically separate and put a dash in there, and that's okay. And then down in the message part of your text, type this, all like it's one word, 50PLUS, 50PLUS, 50PLUS. Then hit the send button, and you'll automatically get a link that will allow you to download the Oklahoma Senior Journal right on your phone. Now, how great is that? You'll be able to listen to all these radio shows. We have a find your car, like if you park your car in a location, it'll put a pin in it. It'll walk you back to your car. All of the Oklahoma Senior Journal issues are on there, videos, and a myriad of other 15 options that are available on the app. So please download the Oklahoma Senior Journal app today. So Rod Stewart, this is Robin Gunn, I'm not Rod Stewart, but Rod Stewart just said it, guiding light, and that's what we are bringing you today, is a guiding light through the Honorable Lance Robertson. He is a part of a private sector called Guidehouse, am I saying that right, Lance? You sure are, Thank Okay, you. you're welcome. They are doing these sessions called listening sessions for Older Americans or those that love and serve them, and that's, you know, family members all the way down to caregivers. It's going to be something that I think will definitely be life-changing for people. I know it will be. I talk to way too many adult children of seniors that are telling me that this is something that they need. Talk about, Lance, the upcoming listening sessions. Absolutely. So again, these are going to be open to the public. So whoever's interested in coming, if they'll just register so we can make sure we have enough spots for everyone. As we've talked about already in your program, five different locations statewide. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm really interested in kind of the rural parts of the state because as you know, Robin, so many people out there are completely unaware of what resources may be out there to help support the independence of an older adult. So we're just excited to hear uh, from these individuals firsthand, you know, what are their struggles, what are their pain points, what are the gaps, how can we help support them with a more robust plan. The actual sessions are about two and a half hours long. 
we're actually going to have just as a point of quick differentiation, we're going to have a session that's devoted to the providers or those that are actually delivering services. Mm. They'll have their own opportunities to speak into the plan. Good. But what else love, Robin, is we'll have a another session that's separate just for family caregivers, older adults, people that are living this sort of experience. So mm-hmm. those sessions, again, will be efficiently run. We'll be able to get a lot of good feedback, and then we're going to pull all that together, and all of that gets pushed forward for consideration as part of the plan. Oh, I love your plan. Your plan is very well thought out. Taking care of my dad, we learned a bask of information, and we were very involved with his care. And we learned that he isn't in our world anymore. We have to go to his world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that, and it becomes very difficult not only for the person they're giving care to, but it becomes very stressful for them. But I'm telling you, once you go into their world, there is a way to communicate with them. And even when my dad became nonverbal, we could communicate to him through music and even sing our sentences to him, and he could understand them. My mom and I speak at a lot of different places on family caregiving. We just have a basket of information because we pretty much wrote everything down. <laughs> <laughs> so these listening sessions, again, are in Woodward, Oklahoma. What time do they start? So on the website, it lists the specific time because it will vary a little bit uh, per location. Also on the website, you'll be able to see exactly where the site's at because obviously in rural parts of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. sites can be pretty critical. So um, generally speaking, though, the family caregivers and older adults sessions are typically in the afternoon. So it's Woodward, Tulsa, Woodward on May 8th, Tulsa on May 9th. McAllister, May 10th, Lawton on May 11th, and Oklahoma City on May 12th. Being a part of this senior community like I am for the last 30 years, something I hear a lot is, you know, how can we even be a part of helping more with seniors. We love seniors. We've always had a passion for seniors. So I give them information on what they can do. Also, and this is definitely something that multi-people that call me are members of our e-newsletter, and they will be getting this information, which I'm very thrilled about. So what is the best resource for people interested in signing up? So I would definitely encourage them when they have, at their earliest opportunity, a chance to go to the website. It's the okdhs.org website. And when they go to that website, that's the landing page for the Department of Oklahoma Human Services, they can just type in multi-sector, M-U-L-T-I-S-E-C-T-O-R, multi-sector, and that will take right there. Because the state has developed a separate website for this. It's just quicker to explain it as I did versus try to list out the yes. you know 25-digit uh, Yes, uh, absolutely. So. And we will have the actual link on the e-newsletter that we send out Friday before the show airs on Saturday. So look forward to that. For the first time when we did the 30th anniversary issue came out, that's the current issue out right now for the Oklahoma Senior Journal, we decided to go into some rural communities because I got so many calls from them where they are lacking and not understanding what is available. So we were an insert in 27,000 rural Oklahomans newspaper on a Sunday, January 1st. And I have received too many to count emails from people saying how much they were grateful that this magazine was in there because of the resources in it. You are marching in the right way and right area is rural Oklahoma. Oklahoma City tends to have a little bit more access to things. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and traditionally that's the case everywhere in the country. It's it's the rural parts of America that make it 
more difficult for older adults to stay and live independently and thrive. And for so many of them, that's home. So we need to do what we can to help them remain there. Yes. And more often, there's a lot more people that are in that 50 plus age group in rural Oklahoma. That's right. Right on. All right. Well, we're going to take another break. We're going to come back with Lance. He's going to answer a question on, is there a deadline when we come back in? This will be our shortest break. We'll only be gone for less than a minute. And then Lance will retell you how you can get a hold of these sessions and where they're going to be here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which all day long, Lance stands for what? (laughs) Senior (laughs) Journal. (laughs) Sorry. You are beautiful, man. So (laughs) you're always real good at cute, you know, being cued in. (laughs) (laughs) On Oklahoma's Talk Radio, this is Freedom 96.9 FM. Well, this is Robin Gunn coming back in here. I am your host here on the Rise and Thrive OSJ Radio Hour, which stands for the Oklahoma Senior Journal for the last 30 years here in our state and bringing you resources to you and your family. I'm also the publisher and editor of that magazine, as well as this on-air host, which I love doing these radio shows that can actually bring you a lot more in-depth information. So, Lance, what are the deadlines on these listening sessions? So the good news is there's no hard and fast deadline, Robin. However, Uh, we are limited on how many people a particular facility can hold. So my encouragement to any listener is that if they're interested, of course, there's no cost. So if they're at all interested, I'd encourage them to jump out there and save their spot pronto. Yes, I wanted to make sure everyone knew out there in our listening audience, this is at no cost. That's right. What times did you say? I think you just found out that all of these sessions are in the afternoon. Yeah, thanks for letting me clarify, Robin. I did look it up. All the sessions are in the afternoon for stakeholders, older adults, and and caregivers. And all of those sessions run from 1 to 3.30 p.m. See, just after lunch. And then you'll be mm-hmm. ready for dinner. So tell us again where all of these are going to be in the dates. Okay, sure. So May 8th is Woodward. And by the way, all of these take place the week of May 8th. So the, the Monday, the 8th is Woodward. Tuesday, the 9th is Tulsa. Wednesday, the 10th is McAllister. Thursday, the 11th is in Lawton. And then wrapping up on Friday, the 12th in Oklahoma City. And again, we will have this all on the Oklahoma Senior Journal e-newsletter. Tell us again how someone can get registered for this. Definitely the way to go is to jump online to go to okdhs.org and then type in multi-sector and that'll pull you right up to the website. The website and what they go to, which is multi-sector, one more time. Happy to do it. It's okdhs.org and then type in the search multi-sector. That's right. So all of these different places that these are going to be in Oklahoma all start May 8th, May 9th, May 10th, May 11th, and May 12th. So please go to that website. One more time, Lance. OKDHS.org. And then under the search, type in multi-sector. Beautiful. Lance, thank you so much for being on, and thank you for having the passion that you do for the 50-plus, 65-plus, and their children, their adult children. Well, thank you, and thanks for all you do, Robin. Really appreciate it. Well, we will see everyone next week. Again, 
make sure you go to okseniorjournal.com and we will also have the links to all of these listening sessions that will be happening in Oklahoma. Thank you so much for listening in and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Lance.